We thank the Lord for the privilege of being back in this house again. We want to welcome everybody that's here. And uh, everybody that's here, thank God for you, and especially our visitors. Glad to have you. I want to share a scripture this evening from the fifth chapter of the book of Matthew. And from time to time, you know, our focus changes. All the Bible's good all the time, but sometimes you get focused on one part. And the fifth chapter of Matthew's been a real blessing to me lately. And uh, so I've probably shared this before, but it's on my heart again. It's uh, uh, Matthew 5 and 43 and 44. Jesus speaking. You have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. What a wonderful statement. And that's contrary uh, to human emotions, but that's, that's godly following. If you follow the Lord, that's what Jesus said. Let's all stand for a minute. Have a word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, uh, thank you that you are God. Uh, thank you, God, that you have power uh, to overcome our natural nature. Father, we thank you that when we have you in our heart and soul, uh, Lord, that we can do things differently than we would if we didn't have you. God, we appreciate the power of the Holy Spirit and the love of God that's in us. Help us, God, to follow that and to do what you'd have us to. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll ask everybody to be seated and uh, pray. We'll turn it over to the choir. Brother Taylor. Page 
time we'll have our choir come down and we'll turn it over to our pastor. I thought our pastor might ask me to do this. I hesitated to look down at the front bench after the choir got done singing. Uh, that's because I'm real nervous. Uh, God's kind of put a little scripture on my heart to share. And uh, I'm always fearful of doing something for the Lord because I don't want to move out of place. But um, he's really put this on my heart just to share with you real quick. And then I'll get out of the way and uh, we'll get moving. But... Um, I was reading uh, this week about uh, about David and Goliath, and uh, I was thinking on my children. I've been thinking a lot about that lately, and uh, my children and their future in this church. And uh, I was reading through here, and uh, let me see if see if I can find it real quick. Um, it says uh, in First Samuel seventeen and twenty eight says and. Il- Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men, and uh, Eliab's anger was kindled against David, and he said, Why camest down hither, and with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart, for thou art come down, that thou mightest see the battle. And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner, and the people answered him again after the former manner. Uh, And I was thinking about my children lately, and I've been thinking that there's going to come a time, Neil, where my children's going to need a Savior. Uh, There's going to come a time, Neil, where my children are going to realize how precious this church is, and uh, the church is going to labor for my children. And there's going to come a time, Neil, where they're going to need a youth group that'll be there to help guide them through life. And uh, I'm thankful they've got a church here that'll labor for them. Uh, But those children, that's my cause. And uh, I was thinking how I really would like it if uh, other people in this church would labor for my children the same as they would labor for their own children. And if I'm going to ask other people to labor for my children the same way that they labor for theirs, I've got to be in a spot where I can label for theirs the same way I would labor for my uh, we've been talking today all day about how you got to be in your spot and I just am thinking tonight if you are in your spot if we follow the Lord we could really have a good service tonight man it's just good to be here I appreciate being able to share that but I just feel like that's all I felt like sharing so uh, actually Terry I, I really just feel like <laughs> feel like taking my seat so I'm, I'm going to turn it back over to you sure do appreciate the German following the Lord and I appreciate what the Lord gave him I'm telling you that's powerful make such a great point cause us to have something to think about I'm telling you uh, well let's uh, I tell you what let's just everybody stand for a minute everybody's got an unspoken request and show it if you've got a request on your heart you'd like to speak well say what's on your heart For Geneva, please do that. And, uh, pray for Marks. Mark Longfellow, pray for his mom, surely. Let's keep praying for our lost and uh, those that's out of fellowship and those need to join church. That's three things. One specific person out of that, there's a lot on my mind and heart, but one I really feel like making requests for. Is Taylor Counts. She's a young woman that came to the altar a couple weeks ago 
uh, she and her sister came, and her, her sister Lauren uh, got satisfied. She got saved, and she got baptized today. Uh, but uh, Taylor hasn't yet uh, said that she's got what she needs, and uh, but she's really interested in paying attention. And uh, uh, let's really pray for her. I've, I've just got a heavy burden for her. So, uh, all right, now, anybody else got anything? Yeah. Um, he came here Travis money. I sure do that. Any more? Appreciate that. I remember that. Someone else. Remember that. Please remember that. Like we said, we're glad to have everybody with us tonight. Never miss. We're glad to have Brother Fred with us tonight. See him over there. Appreciate him. Anybody else? mentioned this already but I need to say it again we have so many people that are lost that I feel like God's dealing with let's just really lift them up in our prayers and uh, let's do everything we can uh, to try to help them and be a light to them Okay. any others before we pray if not uh, Billy would you lose Once again, I want to thank the Lord for being here. Uh, what a joy. I felt the Lord move real powerful already, and I appreciate it. 
Let's just keep following the Lord, do whatever God have us to do, and uh, obey. Who feel like singing tonight? Got a song on your heart, anybody? Or songs, as it might be, just sing whatever God wants you to. I appreciate the choir singing, and uh, that's good. Anybody? You're sure welcome if you if you feel like it. Up to you. Follow the Lord. God's just amazing how wonderful and good he is. All right. Well, let's pray for him. Appreciate it. Pray for us. I thought the choir today, I really enjoyed singing in the choir. <clears throat> I re really enjoyed the spirit that the choir sings in from time to time. Yeah. And that's what it takes to sing, and that's what it takes for us to sing. You just pray for us right your heart. Listen to the words of this song, it has a great meaning to it.
Thank you for your relaxing. And let's pray for him. sing so that's that's I keep everybody safe but um, uh, this morning uh, during church and Bo's got a little journal he writes in and he always writes what catches his attention uh, this morning Terry he wrote God doesn't change in there and uh, I was reading over his shoulder and the other day when Matt Kloppenstein was here uh, Matt Kloppenstein said he's not failed me yet and Bo wrote that in his journal, and I saw him reading it, and he scratched out yet. There is, there is no yet. God's never going to fail you. Now, I just thought how precious that is that a little boy, 11 years old, could look at that and say, that yet's not right. That's coming out of there. We're getting rid of that. God is never going to fail you. We can fail him time and time again, but there is no yet with God. We don't have to wait for him to let us down because that's not going to happen. So I just, God let me see that this morning. It's blessed me all day. Hey, man, I'm, I'm glad you saw it and I'm glad you shared it. That blessed my heart. That's good. Hey, man, somebody else got something on your heart to say? Or sing, got a song, or something to say. It's all the Lord. If not, won't you just keep praying real hard, and uh, we'll see if uh, Brother Fred Smith feels like coming preaching. I don't see nobody you getting ahead of, but come on, come ahead. Well, he said if somebody wants to sing, I, I, yeah, if you want to sing another before he gets up, you can. Anybody? You're welcome. Not in a hurry. Well, all right then. We'll just turn it over to you, Brother Fred. Let's pray for Brother Fred while he comes. Appreciate him. Glad to have, glad to have him shambling with us tonight. Yeah, man, I was... We desire your prayers. I left my Bible in the car. I thought that'd be all right. And I tried to hide behind the deacon over there, and that didn't work either. And uh, I found out Terry, he can, I don't know, I think he's got quite a, a keen smell or something. You can slip in the back, and he still knows you're here. So, but I love him anyhow. And, and I'm, I'm going to use his Bible because he's got one of them uh, living Bibles. I uh, reached a friend I went to school with one time with the hospital and, and I hadn't been in church too long and he says Fred what kind of Bible you got so I just handed him mine I said I got one of them living Bibles so he <laughs> kind of throw him for a minute he opened it up and he said yeah you do yeah you do just screamed it out right in the hospital I said that's full of life yeah. He said, I thought I knew you better than that. Yeah. I desire your prayers. That's just a little bit of nonsense for you. Uh, I got one verse I want to read. And I was thinking about that as I come, but I, I didn't really come to preach, and I'd rather listen. I really would. And, and, uh, but I desire your prayers, and I want to do what God gives me. I, I, I won't keep you too long, I hope. I just want to read one, uh, one little verse in the book of Revelation, and I want to just trust God to help me with it. It's the second chapter and the seventh verse. Because there's more to this thing than just walking in and taking your seat. You don't get to heaven that way. There's more to it than that. It says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. 
And that wasn't the verse I wanted to read. Okay. Uh-oh, you hit it on me, Terry. What did you do with it? All right, I get it. 17th verse. 17th verse. I knew in second chapter, 17th verse. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. That's all. That's the one I want to read. That's all I want to read. And I begin to think about that, and I remember the day that that, uh, that man was brought out of hiding, right down to my poor wretched soul. I'm glad of that. Uh, I remember back in the old Bible when God gave them that manna to eat. They didn't know what it was, so uh, so they called it manna. Well, I didn't know what I was getting either. I just knew that I didn't want to go to hell. But you see, he said, he that overcometh, he can have that, eat that hidden manna. And uh, and I was thinking about that, and, and when I read about that hidden manna back there, and I guess it's got kind of like a wafer, and it's kind of, kind of got a sweet taste to it and I, I don't know about you but uh, I, me if I'd have been there if it tasted sweet I'd have probably tried to eat every one of them I could get if anybody had some they didn't want I'd have probably taken it because I like sweet stuff but you know I begin to think sometimes uh, in this natural life uh, while we get something and we eat it because it's sweet uh, well it may not be sweet enough brother Terry uh, and then we might try eating something else uh, and it'd be too sweet for us uh, but I found out that this it's just right it's just right and it's just right for everyone but he said you got to overcome some things in order to get it now how do you overcome it brother when it's presented to you and it comes down to your soul and lets you know that you're lost he presents it to you and if you want to eat it you got to do something about it he ain't going to force it down your throat I hear the good old mother's over the years, I'd had prepared the food, and they put it over the table on the table, and if you didn't eat it, they didn't force you to. You went away hungry. Well, if you don't eat this, when he presents it to you, you go away hungry. But there's going to come a day when you end up like the rich man did, and how you'd love to have just the smallest little taste of that, but it's too late. I'm brother, but I'm glad if you overcome, you can eat it, and it it just fill your soul and it, it will always be there it never runs dry it's never too much it's never too little it's just enough I mean I got a habit of eating too much but this you can't eat too much of it and I love it. He said we can have eat it and have right to the tree of life. I'm glad of that. And brother, back yonder in the garden, they could have had the right to the tree of life, but they made a wrong choice. And brother, many that goes to hell, they had the opportunity we did. But if they don't take it, then they ain't going to get it. And once they wake up in hell, it's too late. It's too late, but that's all I had. But he'd give us a little white stone. Well, we call it a little white stone, I guess because us hillbillies, it's easier to say that way. But ain't nothing little about it. <laughs> ain't nothing a little about it. But brother, just as they ate that hidden manna and it had a sweet taste to it, they ain't nothing, no sweeter than salvation once it comes down to that hungry soul and you surrender to it. But if you don't surrender, you don't get it. So I've gave you what God gave me. But if you surrender to it, then you get a white stone. You get a white stone. And he goes, he puts it down in the in the soul of man. And it's hid there. The devil can't find it. You can't lose it. Sometimes me and the wife kids each other will lose things and have to have each other help find it. But this you can't lose it. I'm glad that the reason we can't lose it is kept by the power of God. I'm glad, you know. But one of the writers said if our gospel is hid, it's hid to them that's lost. And this hidden manner is hid to those that's lost. But brother, the preacher, he preach it to them, bring it right next to your door. But if you don't know puffing up and read to get it, then you get to do 
without. But if you reach and get it, then you got a white stone. It's yours. It's yours. It's something you can claim. And brother, I want you to know something. It's worth it all to be his child. I reckon I'm done. I gave you just what God gave me when I finally did find it. But this old body, it gets tarred. But one day in a while, I get a new one. I get a glorified one. And it won't have no aches and pains in it. This world is not our home. I'm like Abraham. I'm seeking a country whose builder and maker is God. Old Abraham got to go, and one day I get to go. But I'm glad one day after a while, the grand old church, brother, she's going to be there forevermore. Never to, never to travel in. Never to go nowhere else. I often think of that about that when when they got the ark where it was going to be removed no more. They pulled the staves back in that thing, and you could just see the end of it out front, but you couldn't see the rest of it. It wasn't going nowhere else. When the grand old church gets home, she ain't going nowhere else. But you, if you're not ready, you need to get ready. And my advice to you, if you want to go to heaven, start today. Start today, brother Terry. Thank you for your prayers and your attention. And uh, his Bible preaches like mine. That's wonderful gospel preaching. Thank the Lord for Brother Fred, and thank the Lord for that gospel God let him preach. Uh, go ahead and come get you a song, uh, Brother Taylor. And uh, I praise God for that. And that's, boy, that's right to the point, and it's powerful. If you're here tonight and you're not saved, you need to get saved. That's what Brother Fred was preaching about, preaching about the gift of God. And it's just right for you. You don't have to uh, try to change yourself to make yourself fit it, and you don't have to try to change it to make it fit you. God has it fixed just right. That's all stand. And if you, let me say this to you. If you're here tonight and not saved, or you don't know you're saved, come to the altar. If God's just stirring your heart a little bit, come to the altar and call on God. Get this salvation that Brother Fred's preaching about. Sing when you're ready. Come on. Come on tonight. Obey the Lord. That is good preaching. It blessed my heart. Please obey the Lord. And if you've already got salvation, ask yourself if you're treating it right. If you're not doing what you're supposed to, Get in and do what you're supposed to. Come on. I believe there's some people here who needs to come get saved tonight. I believe there's some people here who needs to come rededicate tonight. God knows everything about us, would you? Just come on. Please just come on. Obey the Lord. Just come on. Please come. Why not tonight? Brother Fred preached that. It's urgent. It's needful that you come right now. If you keep putting it off, one of these days it'll be too late. That's what he preached. Amen. Come on. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Come on. Be saved. Oh, tonight. Please come. Why not tonight? Let's really pray, church. I believe you are, but let's give it everything we got. And individually, let's do everything God wants us to. If God wants us to do something, let's do it. Obey. Trust and obey. Come on. Why well, can just feel somebody coming? Come on. for that good song. Well, I'll be saved and why not tonight? And uh, 
Uh, I've shared this, I think, here before, but uh, I was in service with some folks one time, and there was an older gentleman, and he seemed really under conviction. And uh, as church was over, and the pastor asked me to go and stand at the door with him, and people were coming out, and we were shaking hands. And the older gentleman came, and he shook hands, and he said, I should have moved. He said, someday I'm going to get saved. And he was, he was a pretty old fellow. And God laid on my heart, and I said, sir, that's a great desire. Today can be your someday. He said, I already turned the Lord away. I said, I can still feel him, and you appear like you can. He said, oh, I do still feel it. I said, well, the altar's still there, and we're still here. It doesn't matter that the dismissal prayer's been said. You can go back and pray right now and get it. He said, right now? I said, yeah. And so anyway, he went back and got it, and he got saved. He had such a good testimony. And about two weeks later, he died. Wow. I'm telling you, we don't know when we're leaving here. Now, he was old fella. But young people leave too. And I tell you what, just give us one more verse. Uh, somebody needs to come. And uh, if God's speaking to your heart, I pray that you'd come right now. Please come. Come on. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. It's your move. It's your soul. It's your opportunity if God's speaking to you to do what God wants and to get what Fred was preaching about. Come on. Come on. Just one step starts you toward the altar. Take that one step and come from there. Come on. Amen. Would you come? Come on. Come on, buddy. service and praise God for this young man coming. Yeah. Uh, just say it with your own words just how you feel. Feel saved, <laughs> to say the least. Hey, man. That's how I feel. Hey, man, that's wonderful. Yeah. I tell you what, uh, uh, you could put more words in testimony, but you couldn't make a better testimony than that. Right. I feel saved. Right. Praise God. Yeah. And I uh, thank the Lord. Okay, if we get a verse song, some folks come around and shake hands with you. Yes, sir. Amen. We just thank God for you. I just, I just appreciate you. And I've really had a burden for you ever since the other night when you uh, come up and give your hand. So let's, let's sing a song. Let's come around and shake hands with this young man. We're so proud of him and appreciate him. And, uh, and we appreciate Bryson. And uh, I think Bryson brought him and introduced him to us. And I thank God for Bryson. And uh, so let's come shake hands with him. Hug his neck if you feel like it. Follow the Lord. Somebody else needs to come get saved.
I believe somebody else needs to come get saved tonight. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Somebody else needs to come too.
Did you ask Jesus to save you? Yeah. What happened? Did, did you get saved? Yes. How do you feel? Good. Good? <laughs> okay. That's all right. I praise God. Sometimes it's hard to find words to say, but I've, I could feel it, and I thank the Lord for you. And okay, so we'll just uh, uh, sing some more and keep shaking hands and shake hands with you too, okay? All right. And uh, just somebody else needs to come. Uh, please obey the Lord. Uh, this is a good time to come. God's calling, and uh, God's powerful, and He's able. Okay. Anybody, no, before we do that, anybody else here want to say anything? All right, sing and let's come around.
That's her. She felt like joining church to get baptized. She said yes. So what's this talent in one motion? Could I hear a move? We receive them as candidates for baptism. Okay, right. Move second. Everybody in favor? Just raise your hand. Amen. And we'll have to figure out a baptizing time. And, and uh, got quite a few to baptize. But like I said this morning, you know, if we can get a whole bunch of them at once, that's wonderful. But if it's just one at a time, that's still okay. We'll, you know, we just get it done. And, and God's blessing and praise God. And, uh, oh, I want to tell you something I told Fred. You know, he mentioned trying to hide, and I went over and told him. I said, Fred, I've decided you're a better preacher than you are a hider. <laughs> so I just want to share that with you. And, uh, but I sure appreciate Brother Fred, and I appreciate him coming, uh, minding the Lord and preaching the gospel, and God used him and uh, uh, just blessed our hearts. Appreciate it. Now, Anything on anybody's hearts before we come to a close? I know it'll be business meeting in a little while if not forgot that, but uh, yeah, we're not in a hurry. If you've got uh, a testimony or anything, uh, you're welcome to share it. Well, let me say this, and this is how we do. Probably most everybody knows, but somebody might not. In just a little bit, I'm going to ask for another song. And uh, as we sing this other song, <clears throat> if you don't want to stay for business meeting or, or can't stay for business meeting, you feel free to excuse yourself and be dismissed. And we tell people we're not trying to run anybody off. Our business meeting's open and it's visible. You can sit through it if you want to. But if you do want to leave, that's okay. No offense. And then after the song and those have departed that need to or want to, then we'll be seated for business. If nothing else, we'll let you stand again, kind of stretch your legs. And, uh, uh, and of course, the deacons will be back up there taking offering up too, so don't forget that in case you're well. But sing whenever you're ready. Mm -hmm. 